This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So I hope this is a great weekend for you guys. Uh, I came across this really interesting article, and um, you know, I hear a lot about the these different time travel, or time travelers, everything from, you know, the hipster back in that photograph with the hoodie, to uh, Andrew uh, Basiago, who stated he time-traveled with, like, Obama and um, a couple other presidents, I think, as well, Um, even back to the time of uh, Lincoln's assassination. So um, there's been a lot of time-travelers that have stated they've time-traveled. Even some of those those, uh, guys like Randy Kramer, who were in the 20 and back program, like the, the project Serpo where they, they go off on their military mission and then they come back and then they're regressed 20 years. So this one is different though. This time, this individual states he traveled to the year eight eighty nine seventy three. That's 8,973. That's like, what, what's that? Let's just say that's 9,000, uh, AD, right? So, and we're in 2020, 22. So, uh, that's like, what, six, almost 7,000 years in the future. That's pretty, that's pretty far in the future. There's been a lot of remote viewers who stated that they haven't been able to remote view past 3,000, the year 3,000 for whatever reason. Um, people like Joseph McMonagall, remote viewer number one said there was something something blocking his ability to to see past 3000 now could that be confidential like top secret information he wasn't allowed to give out it could have been you know he could have been you know masking a story um of like you know earth's demise or human's demise or something like that um whereas other people stated they've been able to physically time travel past 3000 so this story is the strange case of William T- Taylor, uh, who traveled to the year 8973 and saw hybrid machine humans, or hybrid human machines, I should say. Uh, this is on an Infinity Explorers, and uh, it's authored by uh, Ansh uh, Shr- Shrivastava, and he states that... Um, 
According to this, a man who claimed to work for the British government, so the agency he worked for is the British Intelligence Agency, so it's basically the BIA, we have our CIA, right? So he worked for the BIA, British Intelligence, uh, and he states that he went to 8973 in what he calls a secret program uh, where he revealed some advanced technology of time travel uh, and that we will have the benefit of knowing about time travel machines within 10 years' time. So this was actually published in 2018. So theoretically, by 2028, we should hear about time travel. I'll tell you what, I really doubt that's going to happen. Because if that's the case and we go back and mess with time and it has any influence on this time, that's going to be a big problem. Now, there is a theory that states that we can go back and we can change anything. It doesn't really matter. We can interact with the past no matter what because it already happened and it won't change our future. We won't come back to a different timeline. We'll still come back to the same timeline that we're in. We can go into the past and interact with it, which I think is really fascinating. I don't know if that's true, but it would be an interesting sci-fi story. It would be interesting in real life as well. So he states, William Taylor states that he worked for the BIA in the early 2000s, so not that long ago. Um, he states that he experienced life on Earth thousands of years from now when he was sent to find out more about the future. What he found was a utopia without disease, death, or crimes. Now that does sound like a utopia. The humans were gone. Okay, keep this in mind. The humans were gone. Okay? That's his quote. They had been replaced by human-robot hybrids. So basically cyborgs. So are we all gone? We're all eliminated and we've created a new species? Or is it still us with like some manipulation? We already know right now that we have individuals like Elon Musk that are developing technology like Neuralink, to place inside our heads and have instant access to the Internet. Well, that's exactly, you know, the stuff of science fiction, but now it's becoming science fact. And we're only in 2022. Imagine if we, you know, 7,000 years in the future. Look what we've done in 100 years. We've gone from, like, horse and buggy to the moon and back. And now we have extraterrestrial vehicles that we're reverse engineering, technology we're reverse engineering, and uh, we're we're at the point of you know Neuralink. I mean that's crazy in a hundred years. So we didn't even have microchips, you know, a hundred years ago. We didn't even have the idea of microchips a hundred years ago. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean it's it's fascinating, and it's definitely possible that we could develop into some sort of like hybrid existence. So he states human-robot hybrids existed, uh, <clears throat> and he states that it's one of the many planets that these beings had colonized in an attempt to find more space. So is it that, I mean, he states that they're human-robot, not alien-robot hybrids, so we still have our DNA in these robot cyborgs. So, uh, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking that some other species came here, and dominated the way that they wrote this article, um, but it sounds like it's human 
uh, robot hybrids. Maybe another advanced species also came here and kind of developed us a little bit into these cyborgs uh, with AI. You know, and there's a lot of theories about AI dominating galaxies, right? Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of whistleblower testimony that attests to that. There's also, you know, television shows like Stargate that have these these AI beings that just dominate civilizations because that's what they're programmed to do to protect these planets. That's what they're developed to do. So he states, I used to work for the British government. I really regret not telling my family what I did. Most of these guys have to keep quiet. I've been living a lie for a long time. There are many advanced technologies that are kept secret. Uh, you know, he feels like some people, he states, people are going to come after me for making this video. I exposed myself to a great risk for telling the truth. Taylor claimed that he was an employee of the British Intelligence Agency, which uh, was where he experienced the journey and traveled in time with his quote-unquote own eyes. He said that traveling through time is not a new phenomenon, and in fact was already successfully achieved in 1981. Now this is an interesting quote coming up here. There is an infinite number of universes, and it is possible to move freely between these universes. He states, we developed a machine that allowed one not only to travel in time, but to move between parallel universes. This might be where, what they're talking about when they're talking about traveling in time, where it's not going to affect our timeline if we go to another universe and go back in time, affecting that timeline. He states, they put me in a machine, which was a small sphere with enough space for one person. The sphere was only four inches thick and was made of lead to protect from radiation by this process. I was sent to the year 3000. We did not know if human civilization would still be present, but we took a risk. And then he talked about losing consciousness for an undetermined amount of time. And when he woke up, he said he looked out um, of the spherical machine window and he could see a red sky. When he left the machine, he seemed to be in a big city covered in fog. He said there was no one on the ground level, but he looked up and he saw a means of transport flying hundreds of meters above me. But what it says about other secret experiments carried out by major governments around the world are much more terrifying. He says there have been attempts to move everyone to another timeline and change certain things. I think that's very true. I think that that, that really happens a lot when it comes to, um, you know, people maybe wanting to stop the, you know, the Nazis, or maybe they want to stop, um, you know, uh, Lincoln from getting assassinated, or maybe they want to, you know, do a lot of things. So, I mean, there's, there's some potential there. So, uh, he stated that, uh, the reason why this technology exists is because there's been several cover-ups of crashed alien spacecraft, Taylor stated that the engineers could discover within the craftsmanship the advanced technology needed to travel in time, through dimensions, and become invisible. You know, a lot of people have dimensional travel on, like, their bucket list, and I always wonder, like, what what would be the, you know, impetus for wanting to go to another universe? We have so much, so much undiscovered here, why would we necessarily need to go to another universe? But apparently... It seems to be possible. And what does that even mean, going to another universe? What does that really mean? 
Does that mean that, um, you know, you're free and clear to do whatever you want there without repercussion? I don't think so. I think there definitely would be repercussion, um, you know, repercussions for your actions. And you got to be careful, especially in another timeline. I mean, it's totally different. It's not even this timeline. I mean, I, this, this universe, I'm sorry. Um, so he goes on to state that in the final mission, or in his final mission, before being liberated from the British Intelligence Agency, um, he was sent to the year 8973 because calculations supposedly suggested that this would be when humans and technology would merge completely into one. Now, you might say, well, how do we have calculations? Well, you know, there's there's lots of studies that have been done by these Ivy League schools that have looked into calculating how long it would take for humans to either kill themselves off or become blended with technology so much that we continue to live, but we are a biological, mechanical entity. So there have been calculations like that. There's also a device called the Yellow Cube that apparently the uh, certain aliens from the, uh, the constellation Zeta Reticuli gave to us. Um, some people say it's not Zeta Reticuli, that it was another group of aliens, whichever the case is. We got this yellow cube thing, and it tells us exactly what the future will hold. Um, <clears throat> all you have to do is hold it. Um, so, and, and it kind of gives you a calculation based on um, the uh, based on current events and what the future will hold, you know, within a pretty decent amount of certainty. Um, so that's really interesting. So that's how the calculations could be, could be reviewed, could be calculated. Um, so he stated, I saw the light, uh, looking through the window of the time machine. It was very bright. I looked down and saw green grass. That's nice to hear that green grass is still here. And above there was a blue sky. Impressive considering that... So he states that he's able to see out and all of a sudden he gets, he apparently must have got out. He doesn't say he got out, but he stated people uh, looked different. Um, oh, I see. He said that he saw a woman. Sorry, they're not, they're not too clear sometimes on this article. He said he saw a woman and that people looked different. This woman was tall and thin with big head, a big head and big eyes. Um, Taylor stated that he approached a group of people and asked them what year it really was. It's pretty brave, considering that, you know, <laughs> he went, like, so far into the future. Um, and, like, I wonder what, like, their engagement, like, terms of engagement are. Like, what's your protocol that you set up to engage with you know, just random people. You're just going to go up to just a group of people and be like, hey, what, what year is it? Maybe that would be the easiest thing because maybe people wouldn't, like, attack you instead of, like, going to, like, an official government building or something like that where they might, like, imprison you for being weird. Um, but he stated that one woman replied, you are in the year 8.793. Everyone seemed as if it were completely normal that they had just met a traveler in time. He stated it wasn't clear whether uh, Taylor made a mistake in reciting the year at this time after he stated that that he would be sent to 8973, but 
he stated, I told them that I was from the year 2.005. And they all seemed to be completely out of phase, dot, dot, dot. I don't know if that means, like, strange, like, like they were, like, confused as to why he said that. But, um, Taylor commented that the group told him that they were not humans, but a combination of humans and robots that live forever. There were no diseases, no conflict, everything was perfect. I was in a utopia, he added. Taylor also claimed to have met another traveler during this visit, another time traveler. Uh, and he discovered that he was from the year 2055. And Taylor was from 2005, so this guy was from 50 years in the future. He stated that, that uh, many photos he had taken were, while he was there were immediately confiscated by the government. He states that some advanced technologies, including time travel, are planned for launch in 2028. But until then, they are determined that people will not know the truth. What's interesting to me here is that he states that, you know, he went to 8973, you know, 7,000 years basically into the future, and they still understand each other. They're still speaking English in the location that he was dropped off in, and that it was still English, you know, like, and, and that they were still speaking, okay? And the reason I say st still even speaking is because with the technology they have, why would they even need to speak? You're going to be able to communicate telepathically or through Bluetooth or through thought processes. You're not going to be using speech if you're a combination of cyborg and human, okay? The reason you make yourself cyborg is for two reasons. One, so you can live forever. You don't have disease. You don't have uh, issues, you know, with your bones breaking and things like that. You know, your body starts to become more robotic and you could switch pieces out if needed, right? If they rust, if they, you know, deteriorate, if they break down, for whatever reason, right? And then, on top of it, you make yourself cyborg to a degree, which what we're already doing with the Neuralink. So, we are going to be cybernetic. It's just a matter of time. Imagine not having to hold your phone up all the time. Imagine not having to pull it out of your pocket, putting in your PIN code, putting in your passcode, whatever putting your thumb ID on. You have instant access to it. Nobody can break into it because it's biologically connected to you. You're the only person that can access your, your portal. And uh, you can live forever with these bodies. So why would they even speak? I don't even know if they'd be able to speak English. Maybe, maybe they would be able to. Maybe they'd have it still in their uh, historical program. And they weren't surprised to see a time traveler because they know time traveling exists by that point. So maybe my theory is it's conceivable that they could still understand him because he could come from the past and that they would have all these languages programmed in from different time periods and different slang, right? I mean, even think about it now from, you know, 2022. We speak differently from the folks in the 19, 1950s or 1920s or 1800s. I mean, different different slang for sure, right? We definitely have different slang, you know. If you said somebody was like cool back in the day, you know, back in 1800s or 1700s, they'd be like, what? I'm not cold. I'm fine. You know, or you're rad or you're banging or you're, you're, you're fly. They'd be like, well, I'm not a fly. What are you talking about? Right? 
So, like, different language would exist. Maybe some standard portions of the language would continue and persist on, but, again, it would all be programmed in. It would all be assimilated, right? Kind of like by the Borg. All this information would be assimilated into our Internet history. And that's what's so beautiful about the Internet. Is that we have the capability of having the Internet, and it will record our time from from you know millennia on so it's great i'm happy about it um and i think it's going to be a great great benefit to us so what do you think do you think that taylor's story is true could we go all the way to 8973 do you think that we will eventually turn into like cyborg type robots or do you think that that will be a different species kind of blending itself into humans like an ai different species from another planet blending itself in or are we developing ourselves like elon musk's company is doing right to become these cyborgs eventually it's going to be interesting to see i'm fascinated with the future obviously i'm sure you guys are too and you know we're only going to see a, a minuscule amount but i mean in the in my short lifespan i've seen us go from no cell phones to cell phones to internet to everything else so it's pretty cool um I hope you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting ride. I know a lot of people want to keep their individuality. But as technology progresses, our ability to stay anonymous is going to be minimized. And your your actions will be scrutinized. So, like, you know, our behavior patterns, you know, will have to change with the times as well. That's, that's where we, we come into the technology versus spiritual and emotional development paradox where we have all this great technology but our spiritual emotional and behavioral uh, development has not gotten to where we need to be to have this technology monitoring us all the time because we act out and do things that are stupid and chances are we could probably all be in trouble for the stupid crap that we do on a daily basis Um, so just something to think about Anyway, guys, I hope you're doing well, taking care of yourselves, staying healthy, staying positive, uh, taking care of your emotional, physical, and spiritual health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Get out there and enjoy some sun um, if it's nice in your area. Uh, Yesterday, we had some 70s. That was awesome because normally it's not that that warm this time of year. Um, So I enjoyed some sun, a little sunbathing yesterday, trying to get that vitamin D. Um, and I think there's other vitamins that come from the sun too, but I know vitamin D is the main one that people always talk about, but I think there's other ones too. Um, I'll have to do some more research. And, uh, as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.